thank you for joining me. I believe that based off the programming off these uh, sites and stuff, it's going to say it's like the fourth episode, but I see it as the second or third episode, uh, just because the previous ones were like 1A, 1B, 1, you know. But it is what it is. Uh, I apologize that I haven't been more consistent with these episodes. Just been going through my own, I guess you could say, uh, battles, but also my energy has been consumed in different areas of hobbies. Uh, you could say my mind works where it's like I have this main program running, but then I have background programs running at the same time. I've been putting some energy into script writing, my another some some energy into uh, a new poem I've been writing and then getting some other areas of my life lined up. Um, I believe that the previous episode, the main previous one, I, I was kind of divulging or opening up about some information of, of battle I was going through. I, I haven't really listened to it. I know I'm I meant to mention some more things on it, but I forgot to touch base on it or whatever. But yeah, um, if I remember things, I'll try to put some more information into it. But an update on that situation. Let's see. I uh, filed a police report, and my attorney was able to talk me into agreeing with his agreement just so I could focus on the main issue at hand so I uh, obviously oh I don't know not obviously because you're not in my life you're not in my realm you're not in my existence but I honestly think that it took him a lot longer, more energy, <laughs> more butting of the heads, you know, to get me to agree with it, because him and I got into some deep, deep arguments, I'm not going to get into it, but after I filed the police report, obviously they're going to do some investigations and all that crap, but lo and behold... Because obviously when you file a police report on someone, they're going to get a statement on that someone to get their side or whatever bullshit statement they're going to get. But in retaliation, the mother tried to come back and say that the agreement was off. But my lawyer told, has informed me, as I'm sure that they already know that once they sign the agreement, you can't you can't go back on it. You sign the agreement, it's over and done with. You know, like I understand what you tried doing by filling out this application, even if you did spell the word acquaintance wrong. When you have literally a smartphone in your hand, you have Google at your fingertips. And you can Google how to spell a simple word like acquaintance. And you, sp whatever, I'm not going to get into the pettiness of it all. <laughs> but it just shows that the true intention behind their application to the courts was not pure. You know, filling out this application, which I could spend time reading to you verbatim the application and the and I could provide evidence of every single fallacy in this application like trying to utilize a poem I wrote as a basis of your application and then once your foot is in the door then you try to manipulate the evidence you're presenting, which, by the way, I found hilarious, because I literally have an email. Okay, so I, I bought my former friend, uh, tablet, right, because she said her family didn't give a shit about her her education, and it was her last semester uh, to get her degree. 
So I got her a tablet under the understanding that upon the upon the completion of her semester, I would I would have it returned. Okay. So it's been roughly two, three years, whatever. I have not got it. I have not had it returned. I have inquired on re- having it returned multiple occasions. The, la- the previous occasion, her mother had told me, quote unquote, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Okay, I have it in email format, you know, with her mother's email letting me know it's gone, it's gone, it's gone, whatever. But lo and behold, and their little pack of evidence, what do we have? We have the tablet in question. So, you just spent some time telling me it's gone. You obviously lied to me because you just, like, it's just, it's mind-boggling, okay? So, I started looking into uh, different statutes and different laws, you know, and I could easily, easily prove they committed fraud, you know, and some of the, like, I wasn't even, like, fully going into it. I was kind of half-assing my my research looking into it because I had some other projects I've been working on, but just half-assing it, not even looking into it. I found like five laws, you know, five fucking felonies that they committed, you know. So <laughs> I just I just found it ironic, you know, like I, I wish I could take a peek into their thought process just to understand the level of retardation that has to go in to their level of thinking, you know, so I can understand how somebody could be so empty, have such flawed thinking, and think that they're so right, (laughs) you know, how can somebody see, hold on, let me, let me phrase this differently, okay, it's like presenting a silver platter of evidence, okay? So let's say the evidence is some nice juicy steaks, right? So you present this silver platter of juicy steaks. And then them looking at the platter and then looking at you and telling you those are not steaks and that is not a silver platter. Like... What level of cognitive disassociation, cognitive dissonance do you have to experience to completely be blind to what you are seeing, what you are reading? Or are you absent of morals and integrity to that extent that you are willing to pretend like you are not seeing what you are actually seeing, you know? And it's very it's very interesting because with the with the political scene that we have in this day and age in this country of the United States of America, it's it's very interesting to be able to see the tactics utilized that by politicians, you know, and then being being able to actually know these tactics, you know, intimately because those tactics have been used on me. You know, but now when you look into politics, it's used on an entire population of individuals, on an entire population of people, right? So, because I analyze almost everything. <laughs> Being able to understand that the reason why this gr- these group of people think the way that they do, it all comes down to their family dynamics. And the one thing that I know for certain is that they despise individuals or I'm sorry I'm about to sound redundant people who individuate okay 
Now, the definition of individuate, let me, let me pull it up real quick for you. Let's take a look. Okay. Individuate, verb, distinguish from others of the same kind, semicolon, single out. Example, it is easy to individuate and enumerate the significant elements. Definitions from Oxford languages. Now, do you see how easy that was for me to pull up? I used Google. So next time you try to spell acquaintance, maybe try looking it up on Google so you don't spell acquaintance. <laughs> All right. So these people can't stand people who individuate. Now, how do I know this? Okay, let me, let me find this evidence for you. All right. Hold on, just bear with me. I might actually, uh, nah, well, hold on. I'm going to stop it, and then when I find it, I'll, I'll start it up again. All right, so I found it. Now, this individual wrote an article on Medium, right, that, like, where uh, anyone can write an article or whatever. Now, I, now, my former friend, she told me about this in like 2016, 2017 or some shit. No, it was, it was 2016, like she was all proud of her mom and crap. Now, why we shouldn't be friends anymore. You voted for a man that wants to take away the rights of my son to marry the person he loves. Because my former friend's brother is a uh, homosexual. Right. Um, no, I'm, I will touch base on most of these after I'm done. You voted for a man that wants to take away the rights of American Muslims, myself and my family included. Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines friend as follows. Simple definition of friend. A person who you like and enjoy being with. A person who helps or supports someone or something such as a cause or charity. Full definition of friend. One attached to another by affection or esteem. B, acquaintance. One that is not hostile. One that is of the same nation, party, or group. One that favors or promotes something as a charity. You are no longer a friend as defined above. And it's okay that we not be friends anymore. We don't have the same views, opinions, or heart that we did when we became friends. Or maybe we do, or we have changed. That's okay, too. It is time, however, for me to say to you, I no longer wish to be your friend if this is who you are and what you believe in. We should part ways. And yes, it is that important to me, who I call friend, who I surround myself with. Who I welcome into my home around my family is the most important part of me. So please, if I haven't already done so, and you find yourself disagreeing with me, remove yourself from my social media and from my life. You're not welcome here anymore. Now, you see, that's a problem with their way of thinking, okay? They have this hive mind, and that's what I'm going to describe the family dynamics of individuals such as this and um, individuals who decide to support a certain political agenda, okay? They are, like, you can see the similarities. <laughs> now, the thing is, is that a, per a gay person can still be, can still get married to this, to this day, right? As far as I know, Muslims are not being exiled out of the country or not, are not being targeted. You know, the uh, whatchamacallit, because I also had another uh, friend um, who came and visited me when I lived in Florida and tried to push this thought onto my head that I shouldn't support a candidate because he doesn't want immigrants, you know, and it's interesting because everything I saw, it was like, 
they change the verbiage of illegal immigrants to immigrants, right? So they have decided to tie regular immigrants into in with illegal immigrants and hope that nobody notices, you know. And it's interesting because in the name illegal immigrants or the verbiage of illegal immigrants, the word illegal is in it. So that in itself should show you they didn't come here legally, which in some cases I can understand. You know, I have compassion. I have empathy for it. And it's not those individuals that the candidate at the time was uh, focusing on. You know, he was focusing on the individuals that were committing crimes at a high rate, you know. But it's interesting, too. Let me get my train of thought back because I just went on this little political spectrum. Hmm. You know, like her little little speech where she felt empowered by her ignorance. You know, that should show you that they don't want anybody around them that individuates. They want like-minded individuals, hive mind. You know, they don't want people who can think for themselves. They don't want people who can see a broader perspective. They want like-minded individuals so that they can remain ignorant and continue getting pats on the back instead of being challenged. You know, and that's a problem is that when you aren't challenged, you aren't able to broaden your perspective. You aren't able to learn more. You know, these individuals think that they are the smartest, they, they know the most, they are the wisest, yada, 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 right? But in reality, they are the blindest, they are the dumbest, they are the wickedest, you know? And to understand the bigger uh, group of individuals, you have to delve into their small family dynamic and you, you you basically have to do what they hate, individuate them, you know. You have to deduct. Because in my experience with my former friend, she basically had everything handed to her. You know, she didn't work a day in her fucking life until she was like 25, 26, whatever. You know, she's she, she would try to tell me that I didn't know how real life worked. Okay, okay sweetheart. I was probably living on my own when you were still trying to wipe your own ass without your mother helping you. Get the fuck out of here with your bitch ass. You fucking... Mm. Anyways. So, to to this date, you know, because that was written in like 2016 or whatever. But to this date, 2020, a gay person can still get married. Nothing's changed. The ban on Im immigration from certain countries, uh, that was like the exact same bans from the previous administration. So please tell me how it's okay for the previous administration, but not the current administration. Like, do these people use logic? No, they don't. They, they live in this fantasy fucking world, you know. They try to act like they're quote-unquote woke. But all they are is blokes. That's it. They're idiots. You know, you have people that post up Black Lives Matter on their fucking profile picture. But they don't do a goddamn fucking thing until it becomes relevant. Until it becomes quote-unquote popular. You know, a new trend. Like, what the fuck did they do before it was a quote-unquote trend? They didn't do shit. And I know this personally. You know, it's it's very interesting to see all of a sudden these people standing up, you know. But six months ago, they, they didn't give a rat's ass. They were making fucking race jokes. Are you kidding me? Like, get the fuck out of here with your bitch ass. <laughs> it, it And then... In the area I live in, right, there was this, like, the BLM group protest. I I kind of hung around just because I, 
I like to see things with my own eyes. You know, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to get secondhand knowledge, thirdhand knowledge, and have it misconstrued. Now, it's very interesting. Oh God, it's it's fucking hilarious. I'm not gonna get into it, but just on the basis of individuates, right? These are people who don't like others to individuate. You either fall in line with their hive mind thinking or you don't. And the moment you don't, you're shunned, you're attacked, you're slandered, you're smeared, you know. These are kids, <laughs> kids. These are people who have had everything handed to them that take everything for granted, pretty much. You know, that virtue signal. They, like as, as soon as a certain belief or a certain uh, social justice trend starts happening they run up to their little virtue signaling machines and they turn it on they go to their closet and they put on their moral costumes they grab their best pedestals to stand on you know because on a normal basis they don't give a shit that's fucking apparent because they don't even know what the fuck they're talking about you know, like, ah, man, it's just tough talking about politics. But uh, like, these people are just beyond ignorant. Oh my God, it's just wow. I don't even know how I got on this subject. Holy shit. <laughs> you know, like, the moment you start challenging them, you know, they will hate you. They will slander you. They will preventatively um, pass along false information so that other people will start forming their opinions of you before they actually get to know you or before they actually know the facts. You know, I mean... I've been telling people from like the moment I figured it all out on my end on my situation all you got to do is dive into narcissistic abuse and learn the narcissistic traits that's it and then you will be able to spot this shit real quick like it it does not take a fucking rocket scientist. I mean, I fucking figure it out. I, I fucking spot it out left and right. Are you fucking kidding me? Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Anyways. So my lawyer informed me that they signed the agreement. There's nothing they can do about it. They try to retaliate saying that there was no agreement because apparently she Okay, so I guess the investigator detective called the individual I filed the police report on, right? Well, apparently, it just conveniently, the individual would with your mommy. And uh, then he mommy called my lawyer and threw a hissy fit, you know saying that the agreement was over and done with. My lawyer told me that, I guess, what's-her-face was in the other room crying. Now, this is very interesting because I don't fucking believe it for a fucking second, and let's say it is true. It's all for show. You know, I have witnessed, literally, her put on a fucking show of tears, and then... As soon as the people leave the fucking room, she turns around and acts completely fucking different. You know, so there, there's a part of me that felt bad that I questioned myself, you know, like, did, did I see things wrong? Did I, did I misperceive things? But then I remember all the tactics utilized, all the times that I was asked to lie. All the times that I witnessed the lies, the deceptions, the manipulations. You know, so I knew it was for show. You know, if it is true, I don't fucking believe it for a fucking second. But 
But <clears throat> so my lawyer and I got into a, a heated exchange, you know, because I never wanted an agreement. He thought I was trying to blow up the agreement. And I straight like I like I just had enough. Like I legit told him to shut the fuck up. OK, I'm tired of this shit. Every single time I fucking talk, you just ignore me. Now, listen, when I figured out what I experienced to a technical T and then I learned about the law, the moment I learned about the law is the moment I decided to file the police report. So let's say I, I knew of this law a year ago, six months ago, two years ago. I would have filed it right then and there. But lawyers like you, the lawyers I hired prior, you know, you guys are the ones supposed to be advising me. But nobody told me about this fucking law. So excuse me that you're frustrated. But can you imagine how pissed off I am that I wasted three fucking years of my fucking life trying to figure something out that could have been hinted towards me two fucking years ago and I would have fucking figured it out two fucking years prior? Excuse me for filing a fucking police report. You know, just because these people decided to hand in a fucking application, get a TRO because they didn't because they didn't want the truth being being put out. Are you telling me that that's a fucking loophole in the justice system that if if criminals don't want their crimes revealed, all they have to do is get a TRO on the victim, on the target, on the survivor? Because I would like to believe that the justice system is far better than that. I mean, we all have different ideas of what the justice system is about, you know. Oh, man. It's just, it's ridiculous. It really is. Like, how can people grow up to be so stupid and then procreate? You know, like you normally, what, I would hope that when you raise a child, you're raising them to be better than you. So how can you procreate and raise them to be the exact same as you? Well, that's what narcissists will do, you know. I mean, <laughs> holy shit. But like this mother, she so she wanted she wanted to protect her daughter, so she decided that she would be the main applicant. Or the main person on the application. I could, I legit can tear that application to shreds. You know. What's sad is that I wouldn't be able to let the judge know what they have done to me. Because then the judge would be like, oh, well, then you have all the reason to react and that's what we're trying to avoid like motherfucker what if i was gonna react don't you think i already would like obviously i care for more more for their safety because when they tried running me off the road i didn't I, I i didn't give them a hard break and cause an accident even though they were trying to run me off the road the fuck is wrong with you son but i could have legit torn that application apart because I knew every single fucking fallacy on that application. Especially when you don't know how to spell acquaintance. Acquaintance! What the fuck is acquaintance? Oh, shit. She was trying to spell acquaintance. Man. So I hope that somebody gets her a fucking dictionary for her birthday or Christmas or whatever because apparently she doesn't know how to fucking use Google. Fucking retard. <laughs> Uh, enough about that. So, they attempted to utilize my poem as their main basis, right? And it got to a point where I was just like, "Fuck this! I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm done." Like, they first they're trying to suppress my First Amendment right, you know, freedom of speech. Like, get the fuck out of here with your bitch ass. This ain't Palestine. This ain't China. This ain't North Korea. Like, where the fuck do you think we live? You fucking ignorant pieces of shit. God damn. <laughs> so. But yeah, I mean, Democrats, families like this, liberals. They don't like people who individuate. They can't be friends. They can't be 
they can't have a friendship you know they like with, with people who can think for themselves people who can see the broader picture people you know you either think exactly like them or they don't want any, anything to do with you. Like, legit, le leave it to the fucking liberals and Democrats to cause riots and protests, loot businesses, burn down businesses, m murder retired police officers, you know, ruin people's lives over a fucking pedophile, over a rapist, over a, a molester, over a, an abuser. Like, what the fuck? Birds of a feather. Birds of a fucking feather. It doesn't fucking surprise me because Bill Clinton? Come on now. He ain't canceled. And look what he did. Like, I'm sorry, but these... I'm not, I don't want to get into politics. I'm not even Republican. I'm independent, <laughs> you know? Like, you give me a logical breakdown. You give me an idea that is logical. I will support it. But you ask me to throw my entire belief system towards speculation, towards hearsay? Nah, get the fuck out of here with that bitch. You best be out of your goddamn fucking mind, you know? But enough about that shit. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little break before I uh so no, no, because I didn't. I didn't finish giving the update. So, yeah, I mean, I'm. I'm still going to work and shit. You know, I'm. I still have my head on a swivel because they have tried running me off the road. So until everything is finalized and everything is being pushed further, can't really uh, drop the weight off my shoulders. You could say. But uh, I'm going to do a little break. I'm going to share a little song. And hopefully uh, you'll listen all the way through and then I'll come back and we'll talk about a different subject matter. You know, they say if you want to reveal the snakes, you got to be willing to cut the grass. Fuck that. I burn them shits. Roll me to the wolves, they was ready to attack. I came at that bitch in a fur coat, leading the path. Been a real one since day one. I was by the black with my J's on. Skin is black, they don't give a rat's ass. I was hard, Peter, all the mics and the Trayvons. I was nine years old with my oldies. We script locked on the roadie Matter of fact, we'll face down flat with a show up in our back Motherfuckers don't know me I feel like my freedom was gang Mine is so blank Kept it up here in the memory bank Fire is burning, igniting the fuel I'm unleashing the tank Stuck in the trank Brother and sister were low on the bank Whipping the Civic, I'm whipping with nothing to put in the tank Surrounded by niggas that smoking that crank Bang, bang Move me to the wolves They was ready to attack But I came at that bitch in a fur coat Leading the path I said fuck you too Fuck you too Fuck the love, the pain that you put me through I said fuck you too Fuck you too Fuck all of the pain that you put me through I said fuck All of you Fuck you Fuck Why I gotta be like this? Why I gotta feel like my life ain't shit? Why I gotta turn on the TV and see that a cop put a bullet through a 12 year old kid? But since we all being so honest, there's no point to be that subtle. Corporations leech off a genre that was created by black struggle. Black women and black men who's too tall for black pride, but they just wanna make black music but not stand up for black lives. And it's a motherfucking shame. Music's supposed to bring us together, but some of us would rather have a state of mind that's broken forever. Fuck you too, fuck you too Fuck all of the pain that you put me through I said fuck you too, fuck you too 
this next subject matter <clears throat> I thought about this for like a couple months now because this isn't something that I normally would talk about but what if I told you that the concept of love was an idea humans created to make each other feel special you know like, what if love wasn't actually love, but it was just an idea that people created so that they would have some sort of purpose in life, you know? What if it was a narcissistic trait that it got blown out of proportion? You know, we're supposed to be civilized and stuff. We're supposed to feel all these emotions and understand all these emotions. You know, I'm not saying that I don't believe in love. I'm just questioning what love is. You know, like what if love has gotten blown out of proportion? You know. What if love is just an idea that people have created to be able to manipulate other people? You know, to feel special, like we found love, but that person didn't, and we're better than them. That sort of thing, you know. Now, I don't believe in true love, like one true love or whatever. I don't believe in true love as it is. I mean, yeah, maybe a few years ago, I had this idea of love, you know. And I held on to it for the longest time, you know. Like the, like the word love used to actually mean something. I used to not be able to say it without, like, it would just get stuck in my throat, you know. I could only say it when I actually meant it, you know, because I was under this false presumption that it was real, you know. But I've come to find out that it's, it's just a four-letter word used to manipulate. Used to bring meaning to people's lives that would otherwise be empty. To make people feel special that would otherwise know that they're not special. You know. Now, I do believe... That there's roughly a handful of people that each person meets in life that has a possibility of completely changing the trajectory of their life. You know. And I'll give you two instances that I've had. You know, one of them probably the closest I've gotten to what people's well I guess normal society's idea of love is you know the love that has been um god damn it I forgot that I forgot the word god it slips my mind now you know the because with Hollywood, with movies, with Disney, with TV shows, songs, you know, they they create this picture, they, they create this uh, imagery, this illusion of what love is. And I think that 
what love once was and what love was intended to mean has been ultimately destroyed, decimated, you know. So one of the instances, man, god damn, this is going way back when. I don't even know if I should share it. So way back when, this was like way back in high school or whatever. I think it was in my sophomore year, but there was this female, you know, a year younger, two years younger, and uh, she didn't necessarily come to my locker. She came with her best friend to the locker that was uh, next to, like a couple lockers down or whatever. I was friends with them. We would work out after after school and stuff. But I just observed, you know, like back then I used to just observe until I got comfortable. And that's probably the closest I've been to like Love at first sight, if that's what you want to call it. You know? And what got me was, was her eyes, was her, was was a smile or whatever. You know? And I'm not, like, yeah, she has pretty eyes and whatever. But it was what I saw beyond that. You know? Behind those eyes, behind that smile. Now, <clears throat> believe it or not, my life has not taken the trajectory I had uh, aspired or wanted it to. I've done the best I could since then. But... I'm sorry, I just lost my train of thought. Anyways, so as I was saying, like a handful of people that would uh, change one's trajectory of life, you know, and I believe that every person has a handful, you know. I don't believe in true love or one true love and all that garbage. But like this individual, now I I feel terrible because... Uh, after high school and everything, I've been in situations, I've had experiences that took me to a very dark place. You know, like if, if I could give you imagery, just imagine it being pitch black. And you have weights tied around your ankles. And it's just pitch black. You're, you know, you're, you're, you're in water sinking. You're just reaching out, just reaching out for anything, you know, light, so you can see what to reach out for, what to hold on to. But everywhere you reach, you, it's empty, it's empty, it's just like air. You're just grasping at air and nothing there. At times when I would have these experiences, I would reach out to her, you know, because that was like a moment... It was like a, that was like a fragment of time when it was pure light, when it was pure innocence, when it was pure, like, happiness, you know, pure, you know, so even though, even though the weight of darkness, the demons of darkness were pulling on me, I was reaching out towards that light, towards that fragment of good. You know. I mean, you could say that I was reaching out at the fragments of hope because I've always been an optimistic, hopeful individual. You know. Like, throughout my childhood, even before I came to America, I was hopeful, I was optimistic. 
you know. You know, like in one of my poems, I say optimistic by nature, pessimistic by nurture. And I really do feel that that was me at one point. You know, and I guess you could say I was, I've been a curse to her. I know I have been. I've been nothing but a nuisance and annoyance. A fly. You know. Because I, I can see myself from her perspective. You know. I'm just that piece of shit that just won't go away. You know, I've, I've made mistakes. I've expressed myself in ways I probably shouldn't have. You know, but it was... It was at times when I had nobody else. But I believe... Now, I'm getting way too far into it. Um, the reason why I bring this up is that... Let's say that this individual... Now, this might be hopeful thinking. But I'm going to try to tie it into what, I, what I'm saying when it comes to... My idea of the handful of individuals that each person has that changes their tra- the trajectory, right? So let's say things went well, yada, 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 right, at that time. I don't think that I would be the person I am today. I might be better, I might be worse. You know, but she was one individual that I probably would have gone over the top for, you know. Because when I was around her, it was like everything that I was experiencing at that time would just wash away. You know. But negativity kept coming at me. And I couldn't grasp onto that positivity. You know. So, it is what it is. I mean, we'll probably never see each other again, so it doesn't really matter. You know, I've... I've attempted to make up for my wrongs and my nuisances. Maybe I've gone the wrong way about it. But it is what it is. You know, the re- and the re- the reason why I think this is that my best friend he he got married, I guess, to his high school sweetheart. Yeah. I don't know why I said I guess yeah, they were high school sweethearts. And it's like, okay, what if he had it? You know, what trajectory could his life have gone? And I don't think he would be as happy as he is today. You know. Maybe he would have met somebody that would have made him just as happy. I don't know. But I think that she was able to provide him a grounding foundation, you know. Be the positive in a negative world. So that changed the trajectory of his life. You know. So, I mean, I guess, I don't know if it would be they would change the the trajectory or the amount of effort you would put into it. I don't know. I'm kind of losing my train of thought because I'm thinking about something else now. Now, back in the day, I used to be a real dick after high school. I mean, in high school, I was a dick. Yeah, whatever. But after high school, I mean, I was a dick, but I was nice, but I was funny. You know, I, I did things to make everyone else laugh. Maybe I didn't change Maybe I didn't change that much after high school. I don't know. But there was this one gal, right, in like Chula Vista or whatever. Now, you could say I was an asshole. Or I am an asshole still. I don't know. But at that time, this was like the first gal where... Because she took me... I, I, I can never pronounce this right. So her and I, I guess, met on some online dating site, right? And uh, this was shortly after I got, a, I got out of the military. I was uh, living alone in uh, Chula Vista. And... Uh, 
she talked to me, I talked to her, you know, we messaged back and forth. She wanted to meet and go on a date and all that. She was a person that introduced me to crepes. She took me to a, a restaurant that served crepes in uh, Hillcrest. You know, I was ashamed because I didn't, I didn't have a car at the time, but she didn't seem to mind. So we talked it out, and I guess everything went well, you know. And then we went later on, and we saw a movie. Earthquake happened. I wasn't about to leave because I paid for the fucking movie. You think an earthquake's going to make me run out of there? Fuck that. It wasn't that bad. Anyways. And then I came to the understanding that this girl's too good innocent you know I can't I don't want to fall short of her expectations you know there was a part of me that thought that she was just seeing me as like I guess a, re a rebellion phase against her family or whatever that was probably one of the first times where I just outright messaged a female and I told him like I promise you it's not you it's me like you're too good for me you know and I just straight up told her that I didn't think it would work out you know maybe 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 it was the fact that she was strong you know not like physically strong but her personality was strong and maybe that's what kind of intimidated me I don't know because I think I have a pretty strong personality maybe I just have a fat personality I don't know one of the two but it was just like one of those instances where you can see the soul of a person and you don't want to hurt it you know you don't want to fall short of it you know Maybe I was mature. Maybe I was immature. I have no idea. Maybe she would have been the change in the trajectory at that time in my life. You know. But I, I thought I was a phase. You know. But maybe, maybe I should have just bit the bullet and saw where it went. I just, I just didn't want to ruin her you know and then obviously I've had relationships that I had no business getting into I've entrapped myself with my own selflessness and my own empathy not wanting to hurt someone's feelings not wanting to leave them stranded you know but those are two instances where I think that the trajectory of my life could have been altered you know the trajectory of my growth in personality could have been changed, altered, you know. I mean, who's to say I'd be in a better situation? Who's to say that I'd be in a worse situation? You know what I mean? But that feeling back in the day in high school is probably the most unique feeling I've had towards somebody and it doesn't it, like feeling I had later on with that chick when I lived in Chula Vista I don't think I allowed myself to open up enough to even feel anything because I was more skeptical on why is this gal interested in me like, what is it? Am I a project? Does she want to dress me up? Does she want to mold me? I ain't going to hold her purse. Fuck that shit. I'll support her. But I ain't holding any purse. The fuck? You know, but... Those are a couple of examples of where I think that some... Like, everyone in life has a handful. So, if I say a handful, then those were two I got... Three other instances that should be coming up. <laughs> Maybe I'm currently in one. I don't know. But. Yeah like. I just. 
love used to mean something, but it's come so misused. Like, like they say, uh, what was it? I love these shoes. I love this song. I love this food. I love this. I love that. I love it. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Why can't people just use that word when it, when it actually means something, you know? But I've basically just pretty much lost hope in that ideology of love. You know, I honestly, I think that love was just created by a bunch of people that wanted to feel special in a world that they didn't feel special in. You know, I'm not just talking about a select group of people. I'm talking about the entire fucking humanity realm. You know, I like... Maybe I, I'm thinking this way because I've never actually experienced love. I've never been loved. I have no fucking idea. You know. So, I have no idea. I don't even know if I'm going to post this because I feel I, could, I, I, can't, I can't even remember what I said like 10 minutes ago. Shit. I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself. But the ideology of love in, in my eyes currently to this date after experiencing what I've experienced, I think it's just a thought that people have so that when they meet somebody else that falls in line with their ideology of love, they can feel special, you know? Because this is a big world, but this world is tiny in comparison to the universe. And to trek through it alone is... a are more I guess lonely fearful scary you know because you want there to be meaning to life you don't want to be just a bunch of accidental particles that came together and created a reaction to create all these elements that, cre that, that created us like nobody wants to realize that this just doesn't mean anything I mean, come on. This isn't even like a fraction of 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 a second. Our lives are to, to what the universe is. You know. I honestly believe I was born in the wrong time. I should have been born like 500 years in the fucking future when they had interstellar travel. Had, I say that past tense, I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. But... Maybe it's because of my upbringing. You know, modern day nomad. Just looking for his ground to plant his flag in. And call it his own. Finally call something home. Someone home. I don't know. But that, that actually ties into the next portion of it all next subject matter you know so maybe maybe I'll just leave it at that I don't know but, yeah, I guess I can continue so I don't know if y'all know this or not but I was adopted from Russia you know R-U-S-S-I-A you know the arch enemy of the United States, which I find tiring because I really don't believe that. I think it's just a propaganda fucking find something to make people scared of so that they can all come together on one subject and be in agreement and there, and there can be unity, yada, yada, yada. Now, I, I had joined a couple of Russian adoptee groups, you know, but... I had to get out of it because it was just pure fucking stupidity. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's just, oh my God. Like, oh Lord. Just, these kids are, oh my God. Anyways, maybe I won't get into it. Maybe I'll save that for, for another episode when I'm actually, when I actually feel like talking about it. But, I think I'll do, I think an hour is enough. I don't want to bore y'all. I don't want to get too annoying. So, until next time, 
have a wonderful night. Shit. It is night now, but I mean, for all I know, you could be listening during the day. Have a wonderful, I guess, day, night, you know, existence. I don't know what you want to call it, but yeah.